Tea Time, Midlife Edition. It's not a coffee break. It's tea time. Slow down. Relax. It's your turn. Welcome, 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 welcome. Turn the tea kettle on. Pick your favorite tea. Grab your favorite teacup. Let it steep. Add what you will. Find a cozy spot. It's tea time. Midlife edition. Welcome to Tea Time Midlife Edition. I'm your host, Regina Young, and today we're with Karen Murray. The topic today is running on your own power. Hi, Karen. Hello, Regina. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, you're so welcome. I know, Karen, you are a marathon runner and you ran over 200 marathons. What? <laughs> and you're an Amazon bestselling author. Uh, wow, that's amazing. Uh, uh, wow, I don't want to get started. Let's first, first, I always like to ask, what kind of tea are you drinking? What kind of tea am I drinking? I am drinking a Trader Joe ginger turmeric. I actually love the spiciness of ginger. Yes. And I'm drinking it out of, actually, I love this mug. It's called caffeinated. (laughs) I just became a a cat lover because my cat is, you know, just converted me from, from, you know, I'm still a dog lover, but now I'm a real cat lover too. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, so that's a ginger uh, turmeric tea or just ginger? Ginger turmeric from Trader Joe's. I uh, love this tea. Why, why do you like I can tea? Even, like, soak, I can even like soak it overnight and it gets like more and more flavor. I just wow. Well, uh, I, I do love ginger because the benefits of ginger are, did you know any of the benefits? Well, ginger is really great for digestion um, yes. and of course, anti, um, you know, it's in, uh, you know, it's, it helps your immune system too. Absolutely. And turmeric is really great for inflammation. So, right. Yeah. So that and, part I love because I feel like I'm getting the benefits of that with all the running I do. It just keeps me. Yeah, I could totally get that. Alkaline. <laughs> <laughs> well, today I'm drinking a masala chai tea. Masala chai. What's the difference between masala? Well, masala, yeah, the chai is pretty, pretty standard, but the masala makes it very, uh, you know, flavorful, just like as if it was masala chicken or masala, anything else. So it's definitely got the benefits of of like being very aromatic with all the good smelling uh, flavors, as well as good energy. And it can help you reduce weight, but really it's great for your skin. Yeah. Really? I got to try that. Which brand do you use? Uh, Actually, it's called Oregon Chai. And actually, I got it from Amazon. So Oregon Chai. It's from the... uh, I love the spiciness of chai, too. I don't think I realized the benefits from that, Yeah, it's a lot of benefits. When it comes to teas and anything that I'm sharing with you, 
um, please uh, consult your doctor or herbalist to make sure it uh, works out with your health regimen. Uh, let's get started. Like, why did you start running marathons of all? What are you, the Forrest Gump of the books? I mean, like, wow, who would ever think to run marathons? <laughs> no, I didn't wake up one day and say, I want to run a marathon. That's for sure. Um, I took uh, baby steps. Um, oh. At first, it was, you know, just for weight loss. Um, I found that um, that my walk run was burning more calories in the least amount of time because raising Ooh. three kids and trying getting them off to school and getting, you know, myself to work. I, um, I was not one to wake up early. I didn't have good habits and stuff. And so I found that I had 20 minutes in the morning to get myself, you know, moving and going before jumping in the shower. And I felt that I was burning the most amount of calories and found that it was like a real total body. I found I, I found the most uh, my body, you know, transforming the quickest with that. And so I started doing that. And then um, people at work had um, were doing were doing a triathlon. Okay. And I said, well, I've never I've never swam before, like open water or anything like that. I didn't even know how to swim freestyle. So I was like, okay, well, I'll do you know I'll just do it in breaststroke. And then. The bike portion, I mean, I was biking with the kids. So, uh, you know, that I was like, I could do that. And the run portion was a 5K. So I said, well, I could walk run that. I was like, I'll just look at it like a two hour workout, even though I've never had a two hour workout. But I was like, I, I'll, I'm just going to go for it. But what age were you when you started running? Um, I was probably about 46 at that point. And um, I didn't even know what a, what a, what a transitionary it was. I mean, I showed, I didn't even know what a chip was. I mean, I showed up and decided just to, you know, just to do it. And when I finished and I crossed the finish line and they called my name and said, Karen Murray from Marinek. I was like, wow, my arms like automatically <laughs> went up in the year as I crossed the finish line. I was like, how did they know that's me? You know, now I know that, you know, they, they, the chip, you know, the race chip told them, you know, who I was. And, um, and I just caught the bug from there. So I, I decided to take swim lessons and um, I did eventually the following year upgrade my bike because I, I was, you know, at, th at that point I was upping my distance and, and you know, getting uh, getting more competitive with myself. Um, and, and then I found this, uh, and then as I became closer to doing a half, I decided to do a half, you know, the half marathon, I found a run group the new row runners. I love them. I mean, they got me going and motivated. I mean, there is nothing like having accountability partners to like get you out, have fun with. Um, and so, yeah, after I did my first half marathon and they said I was training for, you know, a half Ironman, they said, uh, you know, you should come with us to, oh, I was at the time also training um, to do a marathon. So that was in 2011. And in 2000. Um, so in 2000, wait, I'm sorry, it was 2012. I was doing the nine plus one program so I can do the New York city marathon in 2013. That was my goal. Wow. wow. So then, so what, so in 2012, I did my first half marathon and then I did the, um, the half Ironman. And I guess as I was training, they're like, you know, you really should come up with us to the wine glass marathon. We have, you know, a band full of people going up. And this was literally, I think, in not even like four weeks time, like I was, and, and surprisingly, I guess the race was still open. And I said, really? And I was like, what do I have to do? They're like, oh, just throw in a 19 miler and come up with us. And like, <laughs> I was like, naive as I was, I was like, all right, sure, I'll do that. 
So I I sped up my first marathon um, by one year because, you know, I did Mm -hmm. my glass in October 2012. And when I finished that marathon, my first marathon, I said I would never run another marathon again. (laughs) I was so sore that next day and for actually almost two weeks. But actually after two weeks, I said I started feeling better. And I said, when's my next marathon? I got to sign up and beat my time. So I wound up signing up. So I did two marathons in 2012. I did the Philadelphia marathon in November. So that was about four to five maybe five to six weeks later, not even. Yeah. So I did. And after I did that, um, I was like, okay, I'm just going to do half marathons because a marathon is too much. It was, it was really a marathon is, is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, being, um, being that you're in like midlife now, how's your recovery? I mean, how do you recover so quickly to do the next one and then the next one and then the next one because 200 is a lot of marathons. I don't care what it is. It is a lot of marathons. I don't know. I don't know if you can be, I'm really not a masochist though. I'm really not. (laughs) But I will say that when you're like the marathons don't really get easier when you're doing them, but Mm -hmm. the recovery because you're conditioned um, does get better. So, and I always tell people, because there are people starting to do back-to-back marathons because I have done five marathons and seven marathons and seven days, like back-to-back. Yeah. So I always tell people, don't judge your body until you're four miles in because you do start loosening up and getting, because it, it, you, you wake up sore and you just, yeah, push right on through, right on. Push on through. It's almost like life, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Do you recommend for a person in midlife to start with the walk run, start with the walk run and then build up to? uh, Absolutely. Start where you are. What are the benefits? What are the benefits? There are tremendous benefits. When I first started, and that was one of the reasons actually, not just weight loss was because I was trying to beat my family genetics. I mean, my dad had a heart attack at 48. Um, Mm. My mom was overweight and also, you know, high cholesterol and diabetes. Mm. And, you know, and and so when I tested that I was high in cholesterol, the doctor recommended, you know, a half hour of exercise every day. And Mm. um, and I totally to this day, um, you know, at 54 and giving away my age, um, <laughs> yeah, not on any medication. I'm wow. feeling great. I'm more energetic now than I ever was. I, uh, so there, all that comes from exercise, not just running, but you know, yes. if you do, yes. and there's always three modalities that you always need to have, you know, if you can do stretching with yoga, whatever it is, um, and then strength training, you know, which, you know, keeps you strong and, you know, muscular, which you need, you know, which burns yep. the fat mm-hmm. and the cardio for your heart. Wow. You got it. So how many, uh, cause I, you said 200, but I think you're past 200. How many? I'm not too have? far past. Actually. <laughs> I think I actually, you know what? I lost count. I should know, but it's, uh, I actually haven't run a marathon in a couple of weeks, although I'm running one this weekend. <laughs> so I'll go and look at my stats before this weekend. Okay. Um, I think I'm at 203. Oh, wow. Amazing. Oh, is there any goal that you had around this just to kind of, you know, it start off as just, you know, like a way of, uh, you know, like you said, losing weight and, and staying healthy. Yeah, and well, now it's taking on a whole new, uh, <laughs> a whole new identity. <laughs> so, um, you know, at first I was um, just going to finish one round of running a marathon in every state. Um, and when Ooh. I finished my first round of running a marathon in every state, I was at sta- I was at my 75th marathon. 
So at that point, I was like, you know, I got to at least reach 100. So, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I actually returned to the wine glass marathon five years oh, later. Oh, wow. And did wow. ran my 100th marathon. That's amazing. And then, um, and then I, and then my, my now husband, um, oh. he had, he was already at his third well, he already finished two rounds of the United States. And I felt like I was kind of chasing him around. And at the time, you know, we lived in two different states. He was in Virginia and I'm in New York. And I said to him, you know, I've got no goal. I'm kind of like, feel like I'm just following you around. (laughs) And I I don't know what he did. He didn't got, he didn't get any sleep that night because the next morning he calls me and he said, do you know you're like over halfway around your second round of the United States? Wow. And I was like, really? He goes, yeah. And you know, I put together a schedule where we can finish next July and you'll finish your second round um, of running a marathon in every state. And he will have run, he was aiming for finishing rounds four and five. Ah, so so we were supposed to finish last July, um, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. because of COVID and all the, you know, canceled. Mm-hmm. So now he upped the game. Oh. So now, because they couldn't finish, you know, those. So now our goal is in July of this year, 2021, mm-hmm. um, we're aiming, Alaska is supposed to be the state that we finish all our rounds. I will finish rounds two and three, wow. and he will finish rounds four, five, and six. Oh, oh my gosh. So do you, are you telling me I'm going to have to run to meet the love of my life? <laughs> is that what you're telling me <laughs> it is possible I mean, it's crazy because he wound up finding me <laughs> um, oh. at the Rehoboth marathon in 2014 he spotted me at mile 11 wow. and um and we caught up we talked to each other for a little bit and he was telling me how he it was his titanium marathon. And what that means is we're in um, a club called the Marathon Maniacs. Mm-hmm. And if you reach 10 stars, like there's different levels within the club, then that's titanium. And what that means is you either have finished 52 marathons within 365 days, mm. or you can finish 30 marathons in 30 different states in 365 days. Wow. So he was finishing 52 that year. That's amazing. So it is amazing. I mean, 52 marathons, although I have to say the last two and three years, two to three, yeah, we have finished 40 marathons um per year and we're on track to finish we finished um 2020 with 40 marathons Eve despite you know COVID we mm-hmm. totally changed our gear and um we were aiming we did a lot of trail marathons and I have never climbed so much mm-hmm. my Strava said I hit over 150,000 elevation this year Ooh which I didn't get a chance to look up and I'm wondering how tall Mount Everest is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Mount Everest this year. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, well, being that you lived in New York and your, your now husband, Mazel Tov, uh, uh, lives in Virginia. What did you have to give up? I mean, to move to Virginia and wow, I do have to say if it wasn't for the pandemic, um, this was not the pre pandemic plan. Um, so after being employed for 24 years, um, and just the circumstances that surrounded, um, my return to the office, which is, you know, in the New York, Connecticut area, I was working from home in Virginia and took my handicapped deaf mom with me because she was Mm -hmm. high risk. 
Um, I had a lot, I was trying to get her into assisted living. Um, and when they called me back to the office, I couldn't, um, I couldn't abide by the New York guidelines, um, you know, with quarantining for 14 days. I mean, I could have, but it was a lot of sacrifice. It was, it was going to be a sacrifice either way. I was either giving up my 24 year position that, you know, which I was, um, highly compensated for, or, not seeing Glenn for who knew six months. Wow. So now that you moved to Virginia, uh, how did you pivot uh, from that career to the career you're taking on right now? Um, yeah. So I was lucky enough to uh, meet Christy Rufino and um, learned about how um, she was putting people's stories together in an anthology called Un um, Overcoming Mediocrity. And um, the theme for this year was Unstoppable. And I was like, that's me. I got to get in that. So, um, so I, I, that's how I really pivoted as I got my story in there and, um, I needed to figure out my call of action. Um, so I am now licensed, um, in New York and Virginia, um, to help families with mortgage protection or debt-free life. Um, and I'm really passionate about helping people. I mean, I did it. I'm a certified run coach and health coach, and I've only done those things um, through giving back to people. I haven't charged for those. I just don't feel comfortable enough doing that. So I'm hoping that people will still reach out to me, you know, as a run and health coach. But um, my, you know, my income is going to be generated from. Oh, got it. From uh, what's the company name? It's called Fin um, Symmetry Financial. Oh, Symmetry Finance. Yeah, and what I love about it is it is a people company. So, so it's a personal development company that um, you know, special like, like it's always people first. And so I'll be growing a team of um, my own agents, my own insurance agency. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so I am welcoming people to, you know, uh, like-minded people who um, like to, you know, work on themselves and work with people and help families um, get yes. to where they want to be and protect their assets to oh. come join me. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm sure at the end, I'm going to ask for uh, you to give the website and stuff like that. But I heard something else. You, I, you were an Amazon a number one best-selling author. What was that experience like uh, being an overcoming mediocrity, unstoppable women? It was, it was interesting to see how, you know, a, how a book gets developed and, you know, working with all um, the other ladies has been amazing. Um, every one of the ladies who are in the book is very inspiring. And um, I've been sharing the book with even teenagers because I feel like, mm -hmm. you know, some of them are going through a rough time understanding like what direction they want to take, or they just think that, you know, life is so bad, but, you know, but they should know that they, they can overcome you know, what they're going through and pivot. Absolutely. Oh, that's brilliant. Well, I'm going to, I really want to thank you for just sharing all that you've done. I mean, hats off for the marathon and hats off for being an Amazon <laughs> number one bestseller. Uh, can you share your website uh, regarding the financial part of your business that you're working on? Yes, um, you could reach my website at Karen B, as in Beth, Karen B. Murray. So it's my first, middle, and last name, dot net. Okay. Karen B. Murray, dot net. Awesome. And you can find out the, about the book as well, Overcoming Mediocrity, Unstoppable Women there as well. Actually, um, for that one, it's KarenBMurray.com. Oh, okay. Got it. So 
It will be underneath. It's going to be under the description of the podcast. Thank you, Karen. Really appreciate you taking the time. So exciting. Can't wait till you get to your 300th marathon. (laughs) (laughs) Give me five five years. It seems to be a four and a half year progression. And I do want to slow down. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. This has been Tea Time Midlife Edition. Love, love, love. It's the love section of Tea Time Midlife Edition with our guest speaker, the Focus of Love, Focus James. Focus was so generous to give us a lovely Valentine's Day special. And it was so successful that it was like, we have to do a segment like every show (laughs) to literally share all these nuggets for love. You know, Focus, I I love your motto. Get the love you want and have the life you love. (laughs) yes and welcome welcome focus oh thank you thank you hi everyone my name is focus james and that's also my website focusjames.com and i'm a life and love coach and i love love and you get to drop some juicy questions concerns or comments right on gina's page she's going to have that link available for you guys or you can DM her on her Facebook page and go, here's my question. And when we pick your question, you get a 30-minute consultation with me as well as my ebook, What is the Focus of Love? So, Regina, what's our first question? Well, we got a good one here. Uh, the question is, what does it really mean when a man wants you to meet his mama or mother? Oh, or mom, right? <laughs> Depending on what part of the earth you're on, mom, right? Yes. <laughs> Well, for most women, we have to confess, right? It normally feels like it's a big deal for us. It's like, ooh, is he serious? He wants us to meet his mom. Is this taking it to the next level? Well, ladies, we want to slow down. We want to actually check in with him without feeding him what we think it means or what we want, because we can get so excited. He'll just tell us what we think we want to hear because he doesn't want to disappoint. So you don't want to, you want to front the door, teach a man how to treat you, right? So you want to ask him, hey, I appreciate the offer to meet your mom. Uh, what's the intention? What are you looking to, you know, achieve here? What, what's the point of us meeting? And, I, and I'm a yes, but I'm just curious, what does that mean for you? And then you allow him to answer, ladies. Don't fill it in. Just be quiet. Be still. He may say something like, well, we have a barbecue every year and I normally come alone and I just don't want to come alone this year. Would would you join me? So now you're clear. You're there as his plus one. It doesn't mean that your relationship's going any deeper. You're there as a plus one. And I'm still, ladies, I still would be a yes because now you get to see the dance of how he, he interacts with his family. You get to see, do I even want to be a part of this family, right? Mm. Still go. Or he may go, yeah, me and my mom, we get along really good. I like for her to meet the ladies I'm dating before I get too serious. That's still a yes. Either way, it's a win. But now you're clear about what his intention is. Ah, great. Thank you so much. So we'll definitely have to do it again next week. And if you want to find out more about The Focus of Love or Focus's book. Yes. Yep. You can go to focusjames.com, focusjames.com. And if you want to have a session with me, I have a 30 minute discovery call where we're just basically talking out how we can work together, how I could be your, either your life coach, your love coach. And I also help businesses as well. So I look forward to meeting you and let me know you met me here with Regina. At, at Tea Time Midlife Edition. Yep. She-